1: To life? Are you looking for more joy, freedom, and purpose in your life? This is Living a Courageous, Authentic Life with your host, Jennifer Monahan. Many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals, but we may soon realize that something is missing. Jennifer was there, and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power, find joy, and realize your full potential. Now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life. Jennifer Monahan,
2: Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. I hope you're all having a really good week this week. I had something interesting happen to me the other day that really got me thinking about our show this week. And what it was was one of my clients sent me a link to a video that Dove, um, it's a skincare project, company for those who are not familiar with Dove uh, that Dove had put together. And the title of the video is Dove Real Beauty Sketches. And I'll tell you what happens in the video. uh, These women go into this huge, like a warehouse kind of room and they go in individually. So it's just one woman going in. And as she walks in, there's some chairs to sit in. And in front of her with her back to her is a man. And this man has a, a, a like an artist easel in front of him. And he tells her to sit down in the chair facing away from him. Um, it turns out this man is a forensic composite artist. And so he never looks at the person. He makes sure that the person is behind him and then goes through a series of questions asking her to describe herself to him in her own words. So Similar how he would do this if he was uh, working with somebody who had seen a crime and saw a possible suspect for the crime. So he asks questions such as, okay, describe your hair. What color is it? How long is it? You know, describe your face. Is it oval or long or whatever? So he d- brings a person through an entire list of questions and then draws the person's picture based on the answers to those questions. So he does it without looking at that person at all. When they're done, the woman leaves and then another person comes in and that person has been asked to spend time with the woman who had left, just get to know that person, you know, maybe have a cup of tea or something together. And so that person comes in, doesn't know the woman really that well, had maybe spent 10 minutes with her, and sits down in the exact same chair. And using the same process, this man asks the second person to describe the first woman. What does that person look like? And at no time does the artist, you know, look at the second person or sell, show the original drawing that the person who described herself was like to the second person. So as you can imagine, what happens then is they put both drawings side by side. And the woman who is in the drawing then comes back in, they put up like an art gallery and looks at the two pictures. And In every single instance, and it's probably no surprise to people listening, but seeing it in person is kind of incredible, the pictures are extremely different. Um, When asked to describe themselves, the women unconsciously exaggerated those parts of their face that they thought were bad or were lacking um, and and were extremely self-critical of themselves. Whereas the person who was describing the other woman, who didn't have the I say, the mental or emotional hang-ups about whether or not they had a mole on their face or was their nose too big or whatever, actually gave a far more accurate portrayal of what the woman looked like. One of the women in the video summed up the experience and she said, I've come a long way in how I see myself, but I think I still have more to go. It was that eye-opening for her. And another one said... I have some work to do on myself. It's troubling. I should be more grateful of my natural beauty. It impacts the friends we make, the jobs we apply for, our children. It impacts everything. And it couldn't be more critical to your own happiness. Um, And and finally, a a third one said, our self-perceptions are generally kind of harsh and um, becoming, when really that's not how the world sees us. So in short these women didn't love themselves. They were focusing on what they perceived as physical imperfections instead of loving the entire person that they were. And of course, they're not the only one of us. We're, we're all guilty of this at some time or another, and definitely at some level. So pretty much every single one of us can do a better job of loving ourselves. Uh, and there are some of us that don't love ourselves at all. Now loving ourselves, of course, is much more than just loving our physical appearance right that's one aspect of us, uh, but there's many others but this exercise this video that Dove did is a really good example of how we drag ourselves down and how we put ourselves down so today we're going to talk about loving ourselves and Specifically, we'll talk about what prevents us from loving ourselves, why it's so difficult, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit about some suggestions on how to start loving ourselves, some exercises or things you can try to begin to love all of you and who you are. So we'll start first with what prevents us from loving ourselves and why it's so difficult. For starters, and this was really interesting, uh, when you think about we are wired to be negative. It's part of this aspect of our humanness. We, we have this thing called a negative bias, which means that our brains tend to focus on the negative, those unpleasant things in life, more than those things that are neutral or pleasant. And scientists believe that this is a survival mechanism that really helped us during, you know, ancient caveman time of being so that we could have the ability to quickly recognize something negative. So maybe, gee, there's a hungry saber-toothed tiger charging at me, and that might be bad, so let me get out of the way or climb a tree or get into the cave and respond. And having that ability to respond by recognizing the negative saved our lives. So what scientists thinks is that this became, this survival mechanism, really ensured that only the people who saw the negative, the saber-toothed tiger, the poisonous snake, the, the cliff or the quicksand or whatever, were the ones who survived and then carried that trait forward to the next generation, so on and so on. While we don't have saber, saber-toothed tigers and things like that, um, we still have this negative bias and it's so ingrained in our psyche that it's basically automatic and unconscious. We don't even realize we're doing it half the time or most of the time. So we don't often hear or focus on that voice in our head that's saying things like I'm stupid or I'm worthless or I'm fat or I'm ugly. And yet this voice is relentless and continues hammering home these negative thoughts about ourselves. Um, So you can see we're First and foremost, just our own biology is making it difficult for us to love ourselves. Another thing that gets in the way of loving ourselves is that we're taught at a young age that we can't fully be ourselves. We, we end up taking on roles and personas, and I know I've talked about those in past shows, but we take on these ro- roles and personas that aren't quite who we are because of our life situation and our family dynamics. Um, we, or we may tone ourselves down a bit. We may tone down those aspects of ourselves because they're not considered, quote, acceptable. So maybe we're told that we laugh too loudly or, um, yeah, that we laugh too loudly and we became self-conscious of our laugh and we didn't do it as much anymore. Or, or perhaps our friends made fun of us because we liked and were really good in math and science. So we pretended not to care about and be stupid in those areas, Um, it's funny. I was this past week, I was asked by a school. I'm in Guatemala right now. I was asked by a school in Guatemala to be a chaperone for a five day senior class trip. Uh, I had 30 17 and 18 year old kids with me. And I actually saw some of this coming out and I'll share more about that when we come back in our break. But if you have questions or comments or want to talk about loving yourself, give me a call at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. And we're back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monaghan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about loving yourself. And just before the break, we started talking about what prevents us from loving ourselves and why it's so difficult to do so. And I mentioned um, one thing is that we're actually wired genetically to have this thing called a negative bias, and that looks for things that are negative. Um, But we also are taught at a young age we can't be ourselves, maybe we take on roles or personas, or we tone down aspects of ourselves that perhaps uh, our society or our friends or family tell us are not acceptable. And one example I used was that maybe we're told we laugh too loudly. And I was saying just before the break, I spent the last five days as a chaperone for about 30 17 and 18 year old kids here in Guatemala who are going on their senior class trip. And it was an amazing time. And I laughed probably the entire time. But what was interesting to me is the boys, you know, there were definitely differences between the boys and the girls. The, the girls, you know, they're talking and giggling and they want to go shopping all the time because it was a fun five-day trip. It wasn't an educational one. And the boys are all about wrestling and, you know, playing sports and everything. And they didn't know me. I, I was um, a, a last-minute addition because they needed a, a woman on, on the chaperone team. And they didn't know me. And, of course, I'm not Guatemalan and I don't speak the language too well they were a little hesitant with me at first, but the boys were starting to get back into their normal, you know, wrestling and everything and, and being silly. And when they saw that I was laughing with them instead of laughing at them, they were completely open with me. And, um, You know, they started giving me hugs and telling me about their lives and all this stuff. And it was very wonderful. But I think it was because I accepted them as they were, whereas possibly, you know, somebody else might have said, oh, you're being just a little too boisterous. Tone it down. I'm like, yeah, sing the song, have fun, do whatever. Um, You know, they weren't causing any harm. So this idea of accepting ourselves and loving ourselves and feeling that we can be ourselves is one that we don't often have in our lives. And it causes us to be critical of ourselves. Uh, Add into that the expectations that surround us every single day, and it can be really difficult to love ourselves. For example, in our society, there is a whole lot of emphasis on our physical appearance. So we're bombarded daily with images of what perfection looks like, um, which unfortunately, you know, perfection is an airbrushed, modified version of a, quote, normal person that is impossible to achieve, even by the person who's in the picture, but yet we were told exactly, you know, what our teeth should look like, how our lips should be, what our chin should look like, how big our waist should be, our thighs, et cetera. Um, we have this unattainable expectation of what is perfect. And when we don't match up with that, we start finding the faults and saying, Oh, negative things about ourselves. I don't love myself. There's also this image that we've been fed about what success looks like, uh, and it's usually a very materialistic view of success. So the type of home a successful person should have, usually pretty big with an in-ground pool and things like that. The cars they drive, think, you know, Tesla, things like that. The job level, the salary, where they vacation, where they eat, which restaurants they go to, what their personal relationships are like. Um, Advertisers uh, go out of their way to make us feel unsuccessful if we're not wearing the right jeans or the sneakers or using the right phone or pick any other, con- you know, product in the world. And what happens is we compare ourselves to this ideal, what the ideal, you know, physical appearance is, what the ideal successful person looks like, does, eats, wears, etc., And every single one of us will come up short. I don't care who you are, we're all going to come up short. Because even if we had everything that was deemed successful and could check off each box on that list, we would still most likely find a gap somewhere and our focus would be on that one gap rather on everything that we do have. Comparisons are one of the ways that we set ourselves up for lack of of self-love. And social media has even made it easier for us to do that, to do that comparison. And therefore, fall short and not love ourselves. So on social media, many people post only, I'll say, only the best versions of themselves. The awards and recognitions they get, the dream vacations they're on, you know, the love-filled posts about their significant other, uh, their perfect children. I mean, we've all seen it. Everybody, you know, not everybody, but most people will post like those highlights of their day. Um and there's a lot of times where we'll find ourselves comparing ourselves and our lives and our experiences with those of our friends and family members when we're only seeing a small piece of it. Um, and again, we can cause, it causes more negative feelings about our lives and ourselves. Finally, uh, another way that it's difficult for us to love ourselves is that we may choose not to love ourselves until we reach some type of an ideal. So maybe we'll say, oh, I'm going to love myself when I'm 20 pounds lighter. Then I'm going to really love myself because I'll be 20 pounds lighter. I'm going to look more like the, the perfect picture in the magazine. Or I'm going to love myself when I have reached this level in my career because then I'll be there. I will be a success. Um, or maybe we say, you know, I will learn to love myself and I will love myself when somebody else truly loves me and I can believe that I'm lovable. So, you know, these, these uh, I'm going to say ideals, reaching some kind of ideal, setting this goal, saying, I'm going to love myself when I do X. Um, also, even when we do reach that ideal, unfortunately, then we look around and we see that somebody else is 20 pounds lighter, even though we've just lost 20. Oh, look, that person's 20 pounds lighter. They look better than me. Or look, I got this new job title. I'm vice president, but now there's an executive vice president role. These comparisons, right? We're continually comparing comparing ourselves and it's causing us to not love ourselves because we're focusing on the, ne- the negative. So this is just a short list of the ways that we choose or are wired to not love ourselves. But you can see even with just this short list that coming up with a way of feeling good about ourselves and saying, oh, I love me and I accept me as I am can be really, really difficult. The benefit of loving yourself. I mean there's many many benefits. So first and foremost, you feel better and you have more self-confidence. And it will carry over this this self-confidence that you have will carry over to all aspects of your life. So it'll carry over to your relationships, your work, your personal life. People who love themselves find themselves getting the jobs they want. Their relationships improve and that could be whether because the one that they're in right now gets better or they love themselves so much they realize that the relationship isn't right for them and the, the current relationship ends because it's not working and, and new ones come in. And it's all because of that self-confidence when you, when you have that self-confidence and know that you are enough exactly as you are that emanates out of you. Right. Because there's that confidence that emanates out of you and other people can't help but respond and say, yes, this person is amazing. Uh, another thing, when you love yourself, you, you will live in and be in a state of love. You'll come from your heart uh, that will fill you not only with self-love, but will also allow you to shine that love out to others. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the benefits of loving ourselves. If you have any thoughts or comments, give me a call, 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Sensitive,
0: beautiful, feminine, and devotional. These are just some of the words to describe the art of male feminist artist Kimberly Berg. Creator of the website IsisRising.net, Mr. Berg's paintings are designed to inspire and awaken the ancient goddess within. He feels that artists have an important role to play in changing the patriarchal world we live in. With a unique ability to create a visual image that can inspire viewers to reinvent themselves, these feminine images create a visual connection to a woman's primal roots, her relationship to nature, and her goddess-based spirituality. Both men and women can benefit from a deeper respect and understanding of what it means to be a woman in attunement to her inner being. Go to IsisRising.net to view the works of male feminist artist Kimberly Bird and be inspired. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia daly is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly-Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daily Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com.
2: Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monaghan. And today we're talking about loving yourself. And just before the break, we were looking at the benefits of loving ourselves. And this idea of self-confidence and being in a state of love are two ways that we benefit when we love ourselves. Some other benefits are that when you love yourself, you accept yourself completely, even though you are not perfect. And maybe even because of your imperfections, you accept and love yourself when you're angry, when you're sad, when you're scared, when you're lazy, when you're undependable, when you're mean or any other, I'll say, uh, less desirable attributes that, you know, our society says these are, are bad things. You accept that those are part of yourself and it doesn't mean that you want to Stay angry or, or lazy or whatever for the rest of your life, but you accept that sometimes we have good days and sometimes we have bad days, and this is just part of living. You also recognize and accept all of your unique gifts, skills, and talents rather than feeling unworthy of these gifts. I know in the past I talked about a client of mine who was working on releasing some limiting beliefs and we did quite a bit of work and then I asked her what her gifts were and she wasn't able to find any and it was because she didn't think she was worthy of having any gifts and so we went back to the drawing board and working on releasing that one as well but recognizing and accepting what makes you unique what makes you special in the world is a way of loving yourself and it's definitely a benefit because then you can start bringing those forward with confidence You accept how life is and know there will be good days and bad days, that these are part of life and that they're no reflection on you. You know that you have the inner strength and power and confidence to weather whatever storms come your way and do so without self-blame. Or at least with more clarity about who you are and your role, if any, that you played in your current situation. Physically, when you love yourself, you have better health. Uh, Self-love reduces stress, reduces depression, reduces uh, cardiovascular conditions and autoimmune autoimmune diseases and the impact they have on your overall health and well-being. You start to, and you eventually get to the point where you can let go of a lot of negative emotions like guilt and shame and failure and isolation. Uh, In fact, self-love gives you the confidence and courage to pick up and try again Uh, If you failed at something or feel guilty about something, you learn to accept what is. You're open to sharing who you really are with the world. So you're no longer hiding the fact if you like to laugh and you like to laugh loudly. Um, and you accept others as they are as well, which is a huge gift to others because so often in life we go through and we have expectations and we put people in boxes and we restrict them and we hold them back through our interactions with them. You recognize, accept, and are grateful for the abundance in your life when you love yourself. You see how many wonderful gifts you have. You see the blessings that you have, and you're willing to accept them. You you don't push them away. You don't say, gee, I'm not worthy of this. You accept them. You embrace them, and you're grateful for them. When you love yourself, you find that you actually smile more and are a lot more happier, which is a good state to be in. Uh you actually won't be able to not do this. How you feel about yourself bubbles up inside of you and comes out. So when you love yourself, that shines out when you don't love yourself uh, and pick any kind of state of being, whether it's uh, depression or self-loathing or a uh, feeling of uh, insecurity, That comes out. There's no way you can hide it. Our our physical bodies uh, are meant to express, uh, you know, and it it shows up in our posture. It shows up in whether or not we make eye contact with people, how we hold our head, how we interact with people. All of these things show up and people can sense, oh, this person doesn't feel good about themselves. Or on the flip side, uh, wow, this person really loves herself and look at the confidence that she has. And look at little kids. Uh, when you look at a little kid, most small children, they've, they haven't learned to criticize themselves, and they're generally accepting of themselves. So they will feel what they're feeling in the moment, and in a normal life situation, they're generally happy. They're laughing, they're smiling, they're exploring the world around them with curiosity. They may have a meltdown in the supermarket, because we've all seen it, right, when they're crying because they... Want a lollipop? And mom says no. Um, But it passes quickly, right? They're not even holding on to that. They release it, right? They've accepted that part of themselves, that, quote, negative emotion. They've accepted it. They feel it. They release it. And then they go back to being happy and loving, which is their natural state of being. That is self-love. Allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel and then returning to your natural state, which is one of peacefulness, happiness, and smiles. We are meant to be happy, and when we love ourselves, we are happy. Now, when you love yourself, you love yourself completely and unconditionally. This goes back to releasing all of those expectations and judgments and and rules that are put on us from around the world. There are no judgments. There are no what-ifs. Now, when you love yourself, you, you may and most likely will want to continue to grow and evolve and improve upon yourself, right? That's a natural part of living. But the, the key here is you do not hold back on loving yourself exactly as you are in this moment. You do not say to yourself, I will love myself when I'm 20 pounds lighter, or I will love myself when I achieve X, What you say is, I love myself exactly as I am at this moment. And I have this goal of losing 20 pounds, or I have this life goal of getting this job or being in this relationship, but that does not stop me from loving myself as who I am right now. And the reason for this is because you recognize that you will never be perfect. And because you know you'll never be perfect... You don't have to hold back on loving yourself today. You can love yourself with all of your imperfections and really start living your life every day instead of someday. Someday in the future, I will love myself. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll keep talking about uh, loving ourselves and how to love ourselves and the benefits of doing so. If you have a question or a comment, give me a call at 866-451-1451. Stay tuned.
0: Patricia Fayeweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife, which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, in forming a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes. And she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayeweather Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R and play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love.
4: Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes, and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com.
2: Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about loving yourself. And just before the break we were saying how when we love ourselves we recognize that we're never going to be perfect and that you don't have to hold back on loving yourself right now uh, in your imperfection that you can embrace and really love yourself and start living your life today instead of at some undefined future point when you have achieved whatever it is that you feel you need to achieve to quote be perfect. And I wanted to share a, a client example with you. Uh, a client came to me a few years back for some shamanic work. She had been diagnosed with breast cancer and ha- was just about finished up with a treatment program, which included you know, some, some surgery and then some follow-up uh, radiation treatments. And when she and I started talking, she said to me, gee, the cancer really served as a wake-up call for me and that, uh, I, that she wanted help healing from the cancer uh, and helping her kind of start moving forward with her life. So I did a shamanic session. I did a journey with her. With the initial goal, based on our conversation, to help her heal from the cancer, Um, the doctors thought they had gotten it all, but she wanted just a little extra oomph for it, and also to help her heal from the cancer treatments themselves, because as most folks know, these treatments are extremely taxing on the body and can um, lead to exhaustion and nausea and just not feeling good at all, all at the same time. So I went in with that goal, but as I was doing this shamanic journey, I received a very clear message from my guides that my client did not love herself. Uh, in fact, what my guides told me was that the cancer itself was the symbol of a lack of self-love for her. Uh, her cancer was uh, breast cancer, and a women's breasts are a source of nurturing, which is a type of love. And I was told that my client didn't nurture or care for herself. So when I finished the session and and talked with the client and shared with her what I'd learned during it, uh, she actually started to cry and she said, yes, that's absolutely true. I, I don't care for myself. I don't love myself. I don't even feel good about doing things for me. And she explained to me that her lack of self-love stemmed from her childhood and her family situation that she was in as a child. She grew up believing that she wasn't important or worthy of having anything. So she wasn't worthy of having nice clothing or nice haircuts or a life partner, or even having an opinion or a voice uh, that was worthy of being heard. Um, And because of all of that, she did not do those things for herself as an adult because she was so firmly entrenched in this idea of not being worthy and therefore not being lovable and not loving herself that she had gotten to full adulthood with, but without believing that she was worthy of these any of these things. So we worked together for, uh, it was a little over three months that we worked in focusing on helping her to love herself. And I'm not going to lie, it's it was a difficult path for this woman. She had years and years of negative bias and beliefs to identify, understand, release, and overcome. And you know, a simple, and I put that in quotes because this exercise is actually not simple at all, but a simple exercise such as looking in the mirror and saying, I love you, while looking straight into her own eyes, uh, saying "I love you" to herself basically took weeks for her to get up the courage to do. Since it required her to initially say something she didn't or couldn't believe because of her negative thoughts, so she would look in the mirror and she'd try to say the words while looking at herself, and she couldn't either. She couldn't say the words, or she wouldn't look at, at herself. Um, just because her bias, her negative bias, was so great that the words couldn't come out. When she finally did do it, it felt fake and forced to her, and she wanted to stop. Uh, But I encouraged her to continue, and over time, as she looked in the mirror, as she said, I love you to herself, and I encourage folks to try this at home as well, she began to believe the words she was saying. And therefore started to overcome the words that she'd been telling herself for years. This is a really interesting thing because our mind, you know, we, we think our minds know what reality is. Our minds look at everything and they, they can they can ascertain what the quote of the truth is. But that is about the most incorrect thought ever because our minds cannot tell what's true or untrue. All it can do is, you know, play a message in this type of a situation. So when we start to say something, eventually our mind says, oh, this is truth. If we say it over and over again, it becomes true. And this is is demonstrated in many aspects of our lives, not just with loving ourselves. So training ourselves to believe something about ourselves is actually, I won't say it's an easy thing to do, but it is something that is completely possible to be done. Uh, Just like our minds cannot discern the difference between uh, a real uh, experience that we're having right here and now or or an experience that we are remembering or an experience that we are visualizing. All three of those are equally real to the mind. So we can use that to our advantage when we're looking to love ourselves and we can tell our mind what we want to believe about ourselves. So this exercise of saying I love you while you look at yourself in the mirror is one way to do so. With this client at the same time, we worked on setting some goals for her to demonstrate self-love. And we began small here as well. So because she had never nurtured herself and because she believed when we first started working together that she wasn't worthy of anything nice. Her initial goal was to do one nice thing for herself each week. And it could be, it it didn't matter what it was. So it could be something like getting a manicure or treating herself to her favorite meal or taking a relaxing bath instead of working at night or buying herself a small item that she liked. Each one of these things, as simple as they sound, were all things that she would have denied herself in the past. So when she did finally do one, even though she felt guilty at the time, or even though she felt at the time, especially in the beginning, that she wasn't worth it, we worked on saying, okay, say to yourself, gee, I am worth it. I deserve this. This is a way I show I love myself. Um And so these were big steps for her, right? she started to do things for herself. And over the time, you know, as we went through the the three plus months of working together, her goals got on how she could show herself that she loved herself got bigger and bigger and eventually included going away for a weekend to a retreat that she found interesting. We're going to take another quick break here. When we come back, I'll tell you more about uh, what happened during with this client and how we can love ourselves. Give us a call at 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Essential Nutrients, LLC, is the brainchild of
0: entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients, LLC. Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the
3: difference.
2: Welcome back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monaghan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and today we're talking about loving yourself. Just before the break, I was sharing with you a client – uh, who came to me and needed to work on loving herself, and and how we set some small actions. We did a bunch of things, but some of the things we did was setting some small actions, such as saying "I love you" to herself while looking at herself in the mirror, and then setting some goals to demonstrate self love. And, and I want to clarify that loving yourself is more than just looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I love you, and more than treating yourself, say, to an ice cream. It really is a mindset and a belief. And we worked on that as well as we, when we worked together. So she identified the negative tapes that were playing in her head. Uh, we came up with mantras and, and sayings to negate those and ways for her to recognize them so that she could stop that negative play, tape from playing. She looked for the good in her life every day. She looked for ways that she had done good things or accomplished something and really owned and acknowledged those. Uh, and she practiced feeling at peace with herself and, and stopping the, the comparison, the comparison of herself to others uh, and how they were doing in their lives, as well as a comparison of how her life is compared to what her expectations were of how her life should have been at that point. Uh, and those were just some of the things that we worked on. But at the end of the the three months or so, as we wrapped up our work, she said to me, you know, for the first time, I feel as if I am truly living my life rather than just going through life. And that is really what loving yourself is all about. It's about accepting yourself and then going out and living life fully and joyfully. So, you know. How do we, we love ourselves? There's a whole bunch of things that we can try to start loving ourselves. And, and it's a journey. Remember that loving yourself is a journey. You're not going to wake up one morning and say, oh, I love myself. I'm in love myself. And gee, everything is, you know, peaches and cream and sunshine and rainbows afterwards. It's not going to happen like that. It is a journey. And it's probably one of the journeys that we're meant to have while we're on the planet in a physical form is to learn how to love and accept ourselves. So let me share some ways that uh, you can start loving yourself. One thing is you can begin by identifying and then releasing the negative beliefs you have about yourself. Pay attention to what goes on in your mind and what goes through your mind and observe how you describe yourself or what you say about yourself when you're talking with others. Identify the negative things other people say about you and determine whether or not you believe them. Make a list of all the ways that you talk negatively about yourself and then come up with a list of counter statements that demonstrate that you love yourself. These are all ways to identify and then release the negative beliefs that we have about ourselves. So, for example, we might say something like, gee, I'm an idiot or I'm such a loser, when the reality is that perhaps we are smart in some areas and and need to learn more in others or we may be successful but are having a setback and what we need to do is re- reframe what we're saying. So instead of saying, I'm an idiot, we could say something like, you know, I'm, I'm a smart person, but in this one situation, I could have done better. And see how much nicer that sounds? See how you're saying to yourself, gee, I've identified an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for me to learn something, while I'll also recognizing that I am a smart human being. Much nicer to your, your being and a way to show that you love yourself. Uh, also, you know, I'm such a loser. Um, you know, say, so, you know, let's say you, you didn't get the promotion at work. Oh, gosh, I'm such a loser. I'm never going to be able to get the promotion. I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, what if you said to yourself, gee, I've been really working hard at my career and I have a lot to show for it. And now that I understand the areas I need to focus on to get that promotion next time, I can start working on them. Hmm. There's self-love right there. If necessary. Enlist a trusted friend or family member, uh, one that won't say negative things about you, and do an exercise similar to the Dove exercise with them that I, that I started off the call with. Perhaps you ask them to describe you to you. and you know What do they see in you? What attributes and characteristics do they value in you? What makes you the lovable, unique, amazing person that you are? You may learn some things about yourself that you never even knew were gifts that you had. Uh, Or you may discover that that physical aspect of yourself, maybe you have a mole on your cheek or I don't know, some other aspect of yourself that you hated because it was different, was one of the things that people look at you and say, geez, that really makes you unique looking and beautiful because of that. So. Work with a friend or a family member and while you're at it, record the conversation or have it written down so you can go back to it at any time and remind yourself what an amazing person you are. Uh, Another thing is to be gentle with yourself. No one is perfect and if you try something and it doesn't work out, don't beat yourself up. Instead, you know, look for the lesson, congratulate yourself for trying and then continue to move forward. Focusing more on your effort and the steps you took instead of criticizing yourself or blaming yourself is another way of showing self-love and does allow for that growth that we need. Um, If you think about it, which do you respond better to? And I think every single one of us will respond better to somebody who praises us and then gives us some constructive feedback versus someone who gives us negative feedback all the time. We need to do that for ourselves and this is this idea of being gentle with yourself also practice gratitude and do it every single day write it down create a daily list of things you're grateful for Um, make sure the list has different things on it from day to day it doesn't have to be completely different but consciously look for and search out for those things to be grateful for because they are all around you and if you do this exercise in the morning what you'll end up doing is approaching the day with a whole lot of positive energy that can carry you throughout the day. If you do it in the evening, before you go to bed, you'll increase your peace and tranquility while you sleep. So maybe you want to do it both times. I don't know, spend five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night and just come up with things to be grateful for. This exercise alone can really help with that negative bias mindset and start to rewire your brain to look for the positive in life and in yourself uh, rather than a negative. Um, the kick here is, of course, you've got to do it over an extended time period, say a few months or so. Doing it for two or three days, like any habit, uh, is not enough time for you to rewire and retrain yourself. Tied to that is looking for the good in each situation. So if, even when we're in terrible times, there are some good things out there. Um, Fred Rogers from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood talks about how he always looked for the helpers when things were really bad. So look for the good in each situation. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll finish up talking about ways that you can love yourself. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Chef Oubmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Oubmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon Appetit
4: and bless up. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective, and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Make your
2: home your own. Welcome back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and today we're talking about loving yourself. And just before the break, we started talking about ways to teach yourself to love yourself, to to really start loving yourself. Uh, Other things that you can do in addition to releasing the negative thoughts you have, talking with friends or family members to get their perspective of you being gentle with yourself and practicing gratitude, uh, and looking for good in each situation are to surround yourself with people that truly love you. So let their feelings and their praise for you, their compliments, the things that they say about you that, is, that are positive, um, let them in. Accept them instead of brushing them off. And really feel those compliments and that love and the, the feelings that these people have for you deep inside of you. Allow yourself to believe their words. Allow yourself to feel how they make you feel, the positive feeling that it brings up in yourself. And sure, there may be some pride and ego in there as you hear these words. That's a natural part of our life. But if you go beyond that pride and that ego part of yourself, you'll discover under that a love for yourself. You'll you'll actually be connecting to that love that lives within you. That is who you are, um, and and that feeling can resonate throughout you. uh, Another thing you can do is say it, and I talked about this before, but look at yourself in the mirror, make eye contact, and say, I love you. It is more challenging than you might think. You may feel like a fake. You might feel silly or stupid saying this, but keep saying it. Work up to saying it for at least three times every day. A minute would be amazing. If you can go beyond that, then you're a total rock star. Um, But be aware that some emotions may come up when you do this. So you might feel extreme grief, maybe for the way you've treated yourself over the years, or maybe for the love you didn't get as a child, or maybe for another reason. Or maybe you might feel anger at the people in your life that put you down and caused you to feel small and unlovable. Whatever the emotions are, Allow yourself to be with them. Identify them, name them, explore while they're coming up, and then work to release them. And if necessary, because this can be intense, please see and and work with a professional if you need to, uh, just so you can release them and really start to love yourself. Practice self-love every day. So what are some little ways you can say, I love you to yourself? Often, when we're in a new relationship with a uh, an intimate relationship, we do things to let the other person know that we're thinking of them and we think they're amazing. So think about that for yourself too. What can you do for yourself that would give you that same message? Maybe you buy yourself flowers every week. Uh, this is actually one thing that I do for myself. Uh, and even here in in Guatemala, you know, I found a new florist and. Often throw in some extra free flowers for me which makes me feel even more lovable uh, maybe you mail yourself a card or you run a bath and put on candles and some music pay attention to what you say and think about yourself ask yourself would you let a dear friend say that about themselves if the answer is no remind yourself that you are the dearest friend you have and if needed pretend that your friend is sitting with you and has heard you say these things and say, you know pretend And visualize in your mind, what would your friends say to you? How would they show you that what you're saying is incorrect or blown out of proportion? Say the words out loud so you can hear them or write them down so you can remind yourself or do both. Look for the gifts you've received from each difficult life situation that you've had. And I've talked about this before too, but Recognize that you would not have received this gift if you hadn't gone through the tough time. Maybe you learned how to speak up for yourself or discovered a source of strength or courage in you that you didn't know you had. Maybe you learned you can laugh in the face of death and then go on and live fully. Uh, Whatever it is, accept the gift. Recognize that you can only have received it by going through the tough time. And congratulate yourself for your strength, determination, and perseverance. Meditation can help you love yourself because you can calm down that mind inside of you that has a lot of the negative self-talk. Coming up with mantras or sayings will help you to remember to love yourself as well. So thank you for listening today. I hope you have some new ideas on how you can love yourself. If you want more, visit my website at spiritevolution.co. I can check out my blog and other articles about loving yourself. I hope you have a great week, and until next week, Um, I hope you have the courage to live a courageously authentic life.
1: This has been living a courageously authentic life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's living a courageously authentic life.